we are here in our car. Yeah. Uh, doing a dance, doing a song, driving along on the road to WrestleMania. Uh, we got tons of pit stops on the way, though. It's a road trip. You're with your friends. You want to get some snacks. You want to get to the bathroom. You gotta do so we're going to do all that and more here on the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. You got Mike the Shoot Shepherd, Cameron, the Pit Crew Osborne. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> and we got lots of big stuff. I mean, the wrestling never stops. St. Patrick's Day Slam happened. Uh, NXT's got a pay-per-view as well coming up. We got action everywhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. You couldn't have yeah, you couldn't have said it better. You just like you said, just like you said, we're on a road trip, which is going to come with uh, some bumps. You know, maybe you get a flat tire somewhere along the road. Um, maybe you got to take a piss. You know, uh, yeah. maybe there is no food for a you know a long stretch of the highway, and yeah. then you know you're just kind of arguing with your siblings or something like that. But you are right. Uh, <laughs> what are we now? Two, two and a half weeks. Uh, one and a half weeks away. One and a half. Jesus. Yeah, Second last show before the big double show. Before the shows of <laughs> shows, as these people. I guess, is it the show of shows? Shows of shows now? <laughs> um, I think they just encapsulate the whole weekend and call it the show of shows. The whole weekend is the show of shows. Uh, we got a lot yeah. of fun action coming up. Of course, like you mentioned, St. Patrick's Day. Slam! Uh, NXT 2.0 is putting on their first... Honestly, like their first, um, like in front of real people kind of thing, like not in front of a controlled environment. Um, <laughs> to uh, to that to uh, which is really exciting. Really looking forward to that because this is episode one hundred and seventy six. Let's get into the show. Uh, before we get into our weekly wrestling action, let's um, crown a brand new tweet of the week champion. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. Oh, baby, you're right. I'm actually, I, I, I like it in the Twitter world when there's actual competition um, <laughs> to uh, to the tweet of the week. It's not just kind of one thing that I see and I'm like, boom, that's the one. A lot of competition. Um, but I, I, we're, we're going to keep it a little more positive this week. Um, honestly, th- this tweet's only competition was the extremely uh, bizarre response to the control your narrative um, <laughs> rules. Rules. New yeah, wrestling rules. company, which seems like um, a glorified Raw Underground. Just without Shane McMahon yeah. and Marina Shafir. That's really kind of what it feels like. I've seen a few videos, which, of course, you know, probably doesn't done, do it justice or whatever. But Yeah, very small-looking crowd and venues from what I saw. Mm-hmm. One clip when Strowman got thrown into a little kid or something. It Not looks like oh, like it's <laughs> like it's still meant to be like kind of like a shoot fight. Kind of. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I mean, it's wrestling. We all know it's wrestling. Uh, yeah, weird. I don't know. I probably won't be tuning in unless I hear something really crazy. Yeah, probably won't be tuning in unless, yeah, unless, you know, the walls are about to break down or something. So, uh, <laughs> well, we're going to go a little more positive this week because this week's Twilight League champion goes to now two-time Twilight League tra- uh, champion Andrade. Andrade hey. El Idolo. Or... Whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can call him whatever. <laughs> but Andrade, you are Brandon now two-time Twitter League champion. Um, because over the weekend, 
Andrade and his uh, partner, Charlotte Flair, my queen. Um, I guess uh, the two of them went to a family wedding. Uh, Andrade posted a video on his Twitter account of Charlotte catching the bouquet. Ooh. That the uh, the bride uh, throw traditionally meaning you know if you catch the bouquet means that you are next um, <laughs> to get married, and uh, Andrade responds by saying uh, he posts a video with the caption uh oh, and then that uh, emoji <laughs> with like this straight faced opened eyes, yeah kind of face. Hey, that's that's Charlotte's catchphrase. Uh oh. <laughs> for two, what a great two weeks. what a great two weeks that was. Um, <laughs> but Andrade, now two-time tweet of the week champion, congratulations! Glad to see <laughs> you're getting wins some, uh, yeah. somewhere. I mean, hey, he already gave her the ring, so uh, that wedding's probably going to happen sometime. It's going to have to happen sometime, and why not happen live on TBS on Wednesday nights? Wow. Yeah, um, they could do that. Imagine that. Featuring Ashley Flair. Featuring Ashley Flair, of course, as we know. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, Ric Flair can walk her down the aisle. <laughs> or or, yeah, or, I mean, or <laughs> strut down the aisle. <laughs> yeah, something. Whichever uh, one he wants uh, to do. <laughs> but uh, congratulations to Andrade, uh, tweet of the week uh, champion. So let's get into our wrestling action then. Shall we? Uh, because uh, every year, the Chicago River flows green with the tradition of St. <laughs> Patrick um, celebrating him for chasing all the snakes out of Ireland yeah. or, some, or something like that. Uh, so let's bring you a special edition of AEW Dynamite, the St. Patrick's Day Slam. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. I got it right that. I got it right that time. The first time. I, I never know when they're slams, bams, or thank you, ma'ams. <laughs> uh, more often than not, it's a guess, but this time I was right. And, you know, it's free television, but you know we got a pumped up card uh, this week. Remember last week when, for some reason, Thunder Rosa was a number one contender? For some reason... But we know what that means. She'll be taking on Dr. Burt Baker, DMD, in a steel cage in what will inevitably be our main event for That's that right. AEW Women's World Championship. Have not changed the plates around, contrary to uh, Lance Storm's uh, requests. But, hey, you can't, win, you can't win them all. You can't win them all, Lance. You can't. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they'll get to that. One day. <laughs> but let's kick off this show with Adam Cole teaming up with longtime buddies, Red Dragon. Uh, to take on Adam Page and Jurassic Express. So, you know, a lot of good talent here, so pretty standard six-man match. And everyone gets in the ring, hits their spots, some nice high-flying stuff. Uh, at one point, Hangman and Luchasaurus lift up Cole and Kyle on their shoulders. Jungle Boy hits a double Doomsday device, knocks them both down. But uh, then Jungle Boy gets isolated. They hit him with the high-low. Cole comes in, drops the boom. And that gets his team to win. Got his team to win in uh, a you know a solid way to start off the show. But I bet a lot of fans maybe would have wanted a little more excitement here, which is weird because um, you know AEW multi man tags. If we if we're starting an AEW show with the multi man tag, it it always feels like it's hot from start <laughs> to finish. Just maybe it just took a bit yeah. of, it took a bit of time for them to get into it. But then once it did, uh, we got big triple moon salts. 
um, you know, just classic Luchasaurus power mixed with athleticism. Love to see yeah. it. Yeah. Fun stuff. Uh, Jungle Boy did eat the pin, though, which, I mean, it happens. That's kind of thing between, uh, yeah, you, you would think it would be Luchasaurus maybe between the three of them, but, uh, but hey. Where was Christian? Shouldn't he be fighting in this thing? Yeah, where <laughs> was, where we at? Isn't uh, that his job to eat the pin? <laughs> Where's Marco stunt? That's his job. Yeah, I don't even know if he works there anymore. Hey, probably not. <laughs> uh, Brian Danielson teaming up with John Moxley. I don't think we have a name for them. Do you think we'll ever get a name, or do you think they're just who are they? Brian and Mox. Yeah, they don't feel like the kind of guys who would have a name. You know, I mean, that being said, we never got a name <laughs> for Adam Page and Kenny Omega. Maybe technical violence. I like that. Technical violence. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, anyways, the two of those guys taking on Wheeler Utah and Chucky e. T. Uh, William Regal on commentary lending us his brilliance insight. And uh, yeah, good match. Best friends put up a good fight. Uh, Mox hits a big spike pile driver and then he, he hits a cutter, a straight cutter. Don't see Moxley do those really. No, you don't. Uh, and then he hits Chuck with a paradigm shift on the floor, so he's out. Back in the ring, Brian's stomping away at Wheeler Utah's head. Uh, then he tags Moxley in to finish him off with the bulldog choke. Gets the tap out. So just another dominant win. Another dominant win for these two. Uh, and for the best friends, it's it feels like uh, Trent doesn't... It's like he wrestles sometimes, where now Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Yuta seem to be kind of carrying the brunt of the load uh, for the yeah. crew. Have you yeah, noticed Wheeler this? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he wasn't even part of the Best Friends at first, and now he's, he's yeah, a more prominent member. He's in it for some reason. I think also <laughs> just before this match, maybe, there was a little video package of uh, an, an upgraded Chris Statlander talking about, uh, talking about, talking about Best Friends. That's right. She's got a bit of a darker look now. Pretty, but pretty much just the same thing, but same thing, but black <laughs> instead of colorful. And it's, less face paint. Yeah. Still now, a just a little like it's, it's like a little David Bowie lightning bolt, but it's black yeah. instead of, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of silvery and glimmery. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll see where that goes. Uh, I think also after that match, we just saw William Regal offers a handshake to Yuda, but gets slapped in the face or he slaps Yuda in the face. Uh, Which seems to be his so thing. It, <laughs> yeah, I think it was like a test. It's like the first pledge to join the the frat. So, because afterwards he got in Regal's face and Regal smiled. So he's like, "Yes, you die. You passed test number one." <laughs> Getting slapped in the face by me. <laughs> uh, then we had the Jericho Appreciation Society uh, coming out to Judas. Crowd still singing and cheering, but uh, the Blockhead says. <laughs> I forgot who's who in 2.0 already, so I'll just call him the blockhead. Okay. Anyway, I think, well, I think one, is, one is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, he says, uh, if it was up to me, there would be no more sing-along, uh, no more Judas. And I think that's what they should do. They want to be a heel group. But, uh, yeah, they just talk about Jericho, put him over. Jericho gets on the mic, puts himself over, says, uh, I put AEW on the map. Uh yeah, so the for the the crowd was cheering him for the first half, but then he just starts going into the audience themselves. And, you know, you don't appreciate me, but these guys do, and that's why we are the Jericho Society. And uh, the rest of the roster is just a bunch of pro wrestlers, but I'm not a pro wrestler. I'm a sports entertainer. So big heat for that line there. Uh, 
And then he says 2.0 is a bad name from bad creative. So he's pulling he's, pull, he's pulling out his own line. <laughs> his own line for WWE, but turning it to AEW. Uh, and says they're going to use their real names from now on. So I didn't have to learn their old ones anyways. Daddy Magic, Matt My Maynard, and Cool Hand Ange, Angela Parker. So, uh, yeah, new names. and uh, Matt Maynard, yeah. and I forgot him already. I think, he also, I think he also called Garcia, like, the Red Death. Or something yeah, he had like all that. These he had all <laughs> way like too many names, and then uh, the, uh, I think I think um, fucking Hager was the King's Hand. Way the way King's too hand. much. Way way too sports entertainery, as far as I'm yeah, concerned. Not, I think. Well, that's the point, though. You know, that's what he wants to be. Uh, even at one point, he mentions a year ago he got a call from his former best friend Kevin. So another big name drop there. Mm. Doesn't even have to say the last name. We all know. We know. We know you have one uh, friend named Kevin. So, yeah. He's not talking about Kevin Nash, folks. Probably not. But, uh, yeah. So, pretty much, uh, they wrap it up. They're going to take over AEW. And that's it. That sounds cool. I, I look forward. Maybe yeah. they will. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. It was pretty fun little promo. Uh, we'll see. See where this group mm -hmm. hovers on the card. Uh, but we got a championship match. First of two, TNT title on the line. Scorpio Sky defending against Wardlow. Cashing in his big shot here. And uh, Sky comes out carrying one belt, but then Dan Lambert is wearing the other one around his waist. So, so I like, to, th I like to think that Scorpio Sky had the real one. Mm -hmm. And then Dan Hopefully Lambert had just... the fake one. So that was kind of how I kind of compartmentalized it in my mind. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wasn't as angry. I'm like, okay, I'll let it slide. And Lambert looks well, so funny. As, the... well, and that's the thing. He looks funny <laughs> doing it. Like, Sammy Guevara did it as a serious baby face, and it just didn't fucking work. But uh, throw it on and Dan Lambert. Way... It's, he, it's like, <laughs> his, like, over his tucked-in shirt. It's his just tucked-in shirt on jeans. Silly. It was perfect. Exactly. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Dan is Lambert is has been, cr he's been... He's been in the wrestling business for, like, three months. <laughs> one of the yeah. best. And he's one of the best. It's funny. I'm watching Sports Center on TSN and I see him pop up just talk about fighting. I'm like, oh yeah, he's actually a real American. American, <laughs> American top, top team is, a real is thing. like one of the top <laughs> MMA gyms on the planet, and he's in yeah. charge of it. You know, he just. I feel like also somewhere there it was like it was like he had his whole team, he had his whole American top team all like you know <laughs> after after their practice or whatever. He's like, hey guys, who who wants to make a little extra cash? <laughs> and then yeah. like Paige Van Zant <laughs> put her hand up, and Jorge Masdevall put his hand up. It's like, hey, you, 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 and and you. Okay, come come with me on Wednesday, uh, and it fucking, right. it's fucking working out for him. Yeah, it's been fun ride. Uh, but so was this Wardlow babyface turn. Uh, Mr. Mayhem, the crowd's all chanting for him here. Uh, and of course, the American top team all causing trouble on the outside of the ring, which allows Scorpio to gain control. But Wardlow fights back. He hits the first powerbomb, then the second, then the third. We all know what's going on. But then Dan Lambert jumps on the right apron. Uh so he's distracting Wardlow. Scorpio rolls out of the ring. Wardlow goes after him. And that's when Sean Spears comes out. Uh, he's got the chair. Uh, so Wardlow's distracted by him. MJF runs up, shoves him from behind headfirst into the steel ring post, which dazes Wardlow. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, he gets back in the ring and Scorpio rolls him up, gets the three, retains the title. So... I thought it could have taken a little bit more to put down Wardlow than just the ring post. 
Yeah, and well, yeah, the the diamond, the di- dynamite diamond ring. Yeah, because he didn't punch him with that till after, didn't he? I think I think the that ring? was I think that was yeah, kind of like the very last thing that he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So either way, Wardlow got screwed. I think we could see that coming. Unfortunately, uh, we all saw it coming, though. Um, you know. Yeah, it's part of the, you know, he had to do it because now we're going to get the big blow off versus MJF with his contract on the line. So and the crowd was giving us a lot of CM Punk chants during this match. And I kind of half thought to myself, you know, CM Punk come up and uh, make the save uh, against MJF. No. But it uh, he never did. <laughs> no, they just they just all beat him up with the chairs and uh, MJF hits him with the ring after and. Yeah, leaves the big man laid out. But, uh, yeah, speaking of CM Punk, we haven't seen him since the pay-per-view. This is like two weeks now, and he won the match. Yeah, usually that 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 particular thing is reserved for the loser. Yeah, maybe he just lost so much blood he needed some... <laughs> that's all, that's also possible. Yeah, he, he needed to take some time <clears throat> off. Oh, well. well. Uh, after this, we got Private Party taking on the Hardys, who are there. They're billed as the Hardys, specifically. Not Hardy Boys, just the Hardys. Yeah, and with an S, not with a Z or anything like that. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. just, uh... So I don't know if that's if that's trademark or if that's just because we're like, well, we're nearing 50. Maybe we're not the boys anymore. The yeah, that's a good point. I never thought about that. Because, um, yeah, like if it's is, – is their name Hardy? I think their real names are Jeff and Matt Hardy. Yeah, I don't know how. How does that work? You know, maybe like Hardy Boys is. I don't know. Because John John Cena always talks about how Vince McMahon owns his name, but no one else ever talks (laughs) about how Vince McMahon owns their name. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. It's all we don't know. Tony Khan does, but uh, crowd doesn't care. They're pumped to see the Hardys, and uh, yeah, match was fine. Nothing too crazy. Short and sweet. Eventually, the Hardys hit the twist of fate, Swanton Bomb, to get the win, as expected in their debut. Yeah, taking on uh, taking on Private Party. You know, I guess the AHFO thing. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they can be finished and go their separate way. I mean, Private Party was a pretty good team before they got roped into that stuff. Yeah, that was exactly that was exactly it. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I, there were some shenanigans after the match too. I think uh Andrade uh alongside Butcher Blade Bunny all came out and Darby Allen Sting makes the save. Of course. Yeah. Who else is going to make the save? Cuz uh, why weren't yeah. they there for Wardlow? <laughs> why weren't they there for Wardlow? God, the two baby faces back there. Yeah, we need a bat signal that we can just turn on when we need those two to come up. <laughs> yeah. A literal bat, like a baseball bat. Yeah. <laughs> you shine into the sky, the bat signal. And then. Uh, all right, let's go to this main event, hotly anticipated here. Britt Baker defending that woman's title against Thunder Rosa here in her hometown inside a steel cage. And, uh, yeah, Rosa got a special entrance. They had a mariachi band. Uh, she also had her face fully painted, not just half. Uh, has she ever done that before, the full paint? Yeah, you don't see that too often. Yeah, at least not on her. So she's not fucking around. Uh, and neither was the crowd. They were just super hot from the get-go, cheering on Thunder Rosa. She's looking good early on, beating Baker all around. 
slams her head first into the cage. Uh, and that busts Baker open, so she's bleeding a bit from the forehead. And uh, I can't. Is this cage the same as it was? Uh, this the last time. Was this, it? this felt like the Cody cage. I was wondering. Yeah. I was asking myself the same question because it feels taller. It feels fucking yeah, and tall. They had room. They had room to walk around on the outside like a Hell in a Cell match. It, yeah, they got it, on the floor. It wasn't exactly lined up with the uh, with the apron there because there were a few moments where the action did kind of spill out uh, over the side. Like there was enough room for at one point Britt Baker to just unload a, a, a convention hall's worth of t- uh, of chairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. A legion's uh, worth of chairs. Yeah, because I feel like that tag match we saw in the cage, they were like pressed right against the cage pretty much. Hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. Can't remember. Doesn't matter. Uh, like you said, we had lots of chairs. Uh, Thunder Rosa, she gets busted open as well. So they're both bleeding. Not as profusely as that lights out match. But uh, yeah, still still blood here. Uh well, yeah, Rosa bled more than Baker in this one, so it, it was hard to tell because because of the face paint. It's hard to tell <laughs> yeah, like where the blends in a little bit. Where does the blood uh, stop and the face paint begin? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the chairs get into play, and late in the match, the referee gets taken out accidentally, and that's when Rosa hits the fire thunder driver. But there's no ref to make the count, so uh, Britt just piles up the chairs, uh, and then climbs to the top rope, hits the huge avalanche air raid crash right onto the pile. That's when Aubrey Edwards comes in to make the count, but Thunder Rosa kicks out. So Baker grabs a bunch of the chairs, sets up the old chair table, and then stacks more chairs on top of them. So it's just a big, jagged mess here. Uh, They climb up the ropes, and Rosa's able to grab Britt, slams her head into the cage, and then she falls back, spine first, onto this mass of chairs. This looks very painful. <laughs> it didn't break. Okay, so like seven chairs piled on top of each other are stronger than Tony Storm walking past an announcer's booth. It's crazy. I, mean, I don't like, know if they were supposed to break. They were just supposed to fall. I think it was supposed to, you know, so- like fall collapse But I think, you know, I, they, like did in the, they did in the replay. And you can see like when she hits them, the legs of the top row of chairs just push out enough to get caught <laughs> in the back part of the bottom chairs so nothing breaks. I was like, wow. I was So what are the odds that it happened this way? <laughs> Made it look so much worse, too. When shit yeah, doesn't break, in a good it's way. way worse than when shit <laughs> does break. 100%. Yeah, super painful looking. Oh, yeah. Like shoulder blade. Uh, so Thunder Rosa makes the cover, but Brick kicks out from there. Uh, and that's when we get the thumbtack bag. Pour them all over the place. Thunder Rosa gets dropped into the pile there, but then she, uh, or yeah, Baker tries to get her in the lockjaw. Rosa's trapped, so she bites Baker's hand. Baker switches to the other hand, but then Rosa grabs her arm and just slams it down right into the thumbtacks, slamming Baker's own hand. Like so. seven times. Like, ah! <laughs> that had to hurt. <laughs> yeah. You can't fake those are real thumbtacks, folks. Real thumbtacks, um, folks. So, yeah, her hand's fucked up. Rosa picks her up now. Power bombs her onto the tax. Crowd's going wild, chanting AEW. Rosa picks up Britt for the final blow, the Fire Thunder Driver, into the thumbtacks. And that finally gets her the win. New champion. Awesome match. Incredible. This was so, yeah, this was great. From front to back, this was the match that I think all the fans, myself included, probably wanted at Revolution. 
Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, but the reason they well holding it off until we're in San Antonio, of course, yeah. Thunder Rosa's hometown, and then it it made sense. Yeah, I get it. It was only an an extra couple weeks. We and wait, so. the amount of face paint and blood <laughs> covering Thunder Thunder Rosa's face could not cover the amount of emotion she felt. That's right. The tears. Uh, it was in. instant. It was instant. And then the fucking confetti's going off. And <laughs> crowd was going off. Dustin Rhodes was there. Yeah. <laughs> Come give her a hug. I think he's I also like from Texas. He, he's I, the, I think. Yeah, he's from Texas. Maybe he's like the Fit Finley. Too. He's, he's the like Fit the, Finley of the uh, <laughs> AW Women's, women's Division. division. Um, yeah. For sure. Oh, Damn. Great stuff. Great ref bump, too. There are just all sorts <laughs> of things. Um, Aubrey Edwards did that thing in this match that I feel like she's done before, uh, which as an official, kids, if you're out there and you want to be a professional wrestling official and there's thumbtacks involved, just don't do your count so close to the thumbtacks because there was, I, she did, I think the one of the ones that I think Britt Baker ends up kicking out of, she goes like, and she's just slamming her hand right into thumbtacks. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. It was a hell of a match. Uh, do you think uh, um, a better? Do you like it better or less than their lights out? Um, I think I still might give the edge to the lights out match. Yeah, I, but... I, 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 I got to think. Yeah, both were incredible. I got to say, I, 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 too close to compare for me personally. Yeah, very close. The lights out had a bit more of the blood and violence, if that's what you're into. Not that I mm-hmm. always care for it, but. Yeah, both big matches with big results. Uh, and Thunder Rosa wins both of them at the end of the day. Wow. New champ. New excited champ. To see where that goes. Yeah, really excited to see some, uh, some, some women's title matches not end in shenanigans. Yeah, and maybe Baker and her group can kind of... Who knows? Who knows where they'll go? I, I mean, a un- Britt Baker. Unfortunately, AEW has a real heels winning with shenanigans problem. Yeah, a little too much. A little too uh, much, yeah. Where, um, you know, Roman doesn't win with shenanigans. He wins by pure brute dominance. <laughs> Most of the time, yeah. Most of the time. Let's uh let's keep on trucking though. Uh let's keep on trucking. Let's let's stick with our uh, our AEW action. Uh because it's Friday night. You know what that means. It's time for some all elite wrestling rampage. 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 Uh, where we kick off it was almost midnight by the time this one started I think yeah it was it was after uh, March Madness I think Uh, yeah so it started like 11.45 just made it Friday yeah two hours later than (laughs) usual which is uh, crazy Uh, but we do kick off with a couple people uh, they just would have seen each other just on Dynamite right before Darby Allen taking on The Butcher Uh, Mike I remember uh, last week I was confused as to how The Butcher and The Blade got involved with um, the AHFO Mm-hmm. If you're gonna crawl, I was I was like, what the hell were they doing before? They were with Eddie Kingston before, like November ish, December of 2021. Yeah, I, 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 I don't even remember that. Exactly, don't even remember that. <laughs> and then because Eddie Kingston was with Lucha Bros, 
And then he was with, and then he brought in Butcher and the Blade also. But then Lucha Bros go well, back over to Pack, and then the six of them had a little thing for a couple weeks. Uh, but then after Revolution, yeah, we figured we figured <laughs> it out. It took it took a while to figure it out. That's how I, 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 but however, still doesn't explain why they got involved in this. Uh, but either way, Darby Allen's taking on the Butcher. Uh, on Friday night. That's all I got. I tried to do as much yeah. research as I could, and it, no. it didn't make sense. I mean, at least we got some of the got, blanks filled in there. We got something, yeah. Uh, that also raises more questions, though. But Amen. <laughs> uh, anyway, Butcher looking pretty good early on. He's laying into Darby, dominating a good chunk of the match. Uh, yeah, swings him headfirst into the stairs, but then Darby fights back, hits a code right on the floor. And he climbs right up to the top rope, hits a coffin drop, coffin drop onto the floor, and then he slides back into the ring. Butcher tries to follow him, but he can't beat the count of ten. So we get the very rare count out, uh, but a well booked one, you know. If you're gonna, that's a pretty decent finish. He still did the coffin drop, so. So yeah, the fans still get what they wanted, and I think this might have been the second or maybe even third uh, rampage in a row where both dudes. Get the jobber entrance. It's just welcome to Rampage. Ding, ding, ding. Um, yeah. Maybe, you know, we guys squeak, squeak another minute and a half, two minutes of wrestling out of there, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, they got a, only got an hour. They want to they wanna make the most of it. Yeah. But uh, afterwards, the private party show up and attack. So the Hardy boys or the Hardys make the save. And then Matt lays down a challenge for next week. Eight man Texas tornado tag. Texas tornado, so so it means what eight? It's just it basically a, means an eight. It's man. just go for <laughs> it. It's just a go for it. Great. Okay. Yeah, just a f- clusterfuck. But uh, Layla Hirsch comes out to take on Red Velvet, uh, and they start their fight on the ramp there, and eventually get back into the ring, have a pretty good match. Layla Hirsch been healing it up lately, so she's getting the booze and. Uh, yeah, later in the match, she goes under the ring, reaches for that metal turnbuckle piece she's been using and uh, that's when the new Statlander comes running up, takes it away so we get to see her in her black gear but uh, yeah that distracts Layla, Red Velvet hits a big corkscrew kick and gets the win they uh, they had a match at Revolution didn't they these two uh, Layla and Statlander yeah no, was it Layla and Statlander Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So there it is. There's there's a little feud there coming out, but I feel like Layla Hurst is one of these people that she's just there. Super middle of the road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's kind of just there. Yeah, it's kind of funny, and I wonder if, like, WCW ran into this problem with Goldberg, where it's like, if you book somebody to be super strong and always win... Logically, they have to win the championship, but then unfortunately, it's almost like they're holding it hostage because they're booked to be so strong and never lose. Where yeah, I feel like it's a similar thing with Jade Cargill. She's looking at what, like a tw- twenty-nine and zero or whatever this uh, record is right now. Where it's like there's nobody, nobody else even stands a chance because she's being booked to be so strong. Yeah, you know she'll get to at least fifty, maybe a hundred. Who knows? Right? And then it's like, okay, so now it's like, yeah, great. We introduced a mid-card women's championship, 
but it's almost like we didn't because it's just going on the person who was already undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. It must be tough to book a wrestling show. <laughs> well, let's get to the next match then. We got six-man tag, House of Black taking on Bear Country with Fuego del Sol. Uh, but, yeah, just a dominant performance by the House of Black. Fuego gets one little hope spot, but then Buddy Matthews cuts him off, hits his finisher to get the win. What uh? What's that one called? What's what's Buddy Ma- what's Buddy Matthews' uh, finisher called? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was Murphy's Law. Murphy's yeah, it can't be that anymore. But it's not called that anymore. <laughs> but it's fucking nuts. It's a great move. Yeah, it's Just great. A quick twist and yeah, violent. And I swear, impact. I don't mean to comment on people's physiques. But I think Buddy Matthews put on a good 120 pounds of muscle since leaving <laughs> WWE. Like, and that's a modest, that's a that's a conservative guess. Well, you know, he had to keep around that 205 limit before. And now like, he's like easily that. 340. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Weighs about as much as this next man, Keith Lee, coming out to take on Max Caster for the main event. Uh, everyone in the crowd singing Bask in His Glory, chanting Keith Lee, whoop, whoop. And, uh, yeah, lots of support for the big man here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put on a pretty solid match. Uh, you got Bowens on the outside causing shit, of course, uh, helping Caster get his moves in. But then Lee just cuts him off, hits the Big Bang catastrophe, gets the win. Right after the match, though, Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs jump in and attack him. Uh, Acclaim hit him with a boombox. So it's four against one here. But then Swerve, uh, I uh, was going to call him Swerve Scott. Swerve Strickland. <laughs> Swerve Strickland comes out with a chair to make the save and, uh, yeah, helps him out. Chris Jericho is being very annoying on commentary. Yeah, he's, uh, he, he's, <laughs> most been, of the night. He most of the time he's annoying. Just too much overreact. It's like, Swerve Strickland, why is he here? What? He's, what? yeah, Chris Jericho is <laughs> always confused why somebody is there. What's he doing here? Like, What's he doing? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. He works here. <laughs> he works here. I don't know. <laughs> He's a guy in trouble. <laughs> He's a guy who works here. There was one. Uh, yeah, that that finished off the show. The baby faces stood tall. Um, Swerve Strickland coming in as a baby face, you know, alongside. Uh, alongside. If you stand, if you help out Keith Lee, you're a good guy. <laughs> I think as far as anyone's yeah. concerned. Uh, there was one backstage. It I can't remember if it was Rampage or Dynamite this past week. Um, but a little backstage segment there, and Tony Schiavone, hardest working man in professional wrestling, back there, and Swerve, <laughs> uh, Swerve's talking to Swerve, Swerve and him are talking to somebody, and Swerve looks at uh, Tony and says, "Whose house?" <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, Tony very just like very like agreeing with you, and just like yes, yes, Swerve's house. <laughs> As he go, it was like so not aggressive or intimidating at all. He was, it was more just like, yes, Swerve's house. This is factually correct. <laughs> it is Swerve's house. Well, you know, they both got the bling, diamond ring, Tony, and uh, the grills on Swerve. Cool, They're probably buddies. Pro- probably two, two of the coolest <laughs> people in professional wrestling. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet Tony knows how to party. Yeah. Uh, oh, for sure, for sure. Um, <laughs> that was a, that was a great episode of Rampage, wrapping up our all elite wrestling action for the week. So uh, let's let's keep ourselves going on our Friday night uh, spectacular, then, shall we? Let's move ourselves <laughs> over to the brands to the Fox Network, a network unaffected by college sports. We bring you SmackDown Live. 
Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown. Um, where, yeah, so like we said, we opened the show. We're on the road, baby. We only have another week and a half until the Universal Championship and the WWE Heavyweight Championship are unified. Yeah, it's, allegedly. It still says that on the Wikipedia. <laughs> it still says unifying. Yeah, I mean, we don't... They, they, yeah, we'll see what happens with the belts. <laughs> Webster's uh, <laughs> Dictionary defines unification. <laughs> I mean, they can bring them together, split them apart. Yeah, why the hell Marriage, not? Marriages don't always last. No, they don't. Uh, the bloodline, though, this might be forever. They come out. Roman Reigns cuts a promo on Lesnar, who's not here tonight. Uh, Roman also has a new shirt. It just says greatness on a different level. And I think that's his catchphrase. He drops that as well. Yeah, I think because it, it, <laughs> it was made to look like God, right? Like, it's spelled like down, G-O-D. Didn't oh, it? Oh. Like, greatness I on. I didn't look that close. And then, like, uh, different. Yeah, I, th I think that yeah. was the play. Oh, I didn't see that. Or I didn't look too closely. But uh, anyways, Heyman gets an update on his phone. Brock Lesnar is actually on his way to the arena. So the bloodline book it to the parking lot. Uh, get in their Reigns car. And that's when Brock Lesnar shows up just tearing in on a giant forklift. And he drives right into the vehicle, smashes through the windows. Uh, luckily, the bloodline all escape without injury. But... Uh, yeah, they jump out of the car, and Lesnar picks it up, lifts it right off the ground, flips the motherfucker. Uh, Bloodline run, run off into their backup truck and drive off, so good thing they had that. But, <laughs> the backup uh, truck, yeah. <laughs> Lesnar almost gets that, too, though. He Brock chases, he grabs onto the door and just rips it off the side like the Hulk Jesus. before they speed off. A lot of, so. a lot of cars <laughs> getting, the, uh, getting the treatment over the past couple weeks here. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so Brock just says, fuck it. He puts on his cowboy hat, carries out that car door with him, uh, walks right out to the ring, and then just cuts, cuts a scathing promo on Reigns, says, I'm coming for blood, and see you at Mania. Is that a tease that we could get some blood at WrestleMania? Uh, well, I think the last time these two met at Mania, Roman ended up with a, a face full of it. Yeah. That's, they're like, we don't want razor blades, but you can elbow a man in his head as hard as you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's less dangerous to bleed due to impact. Yeah. Blunt trauma to the skull and brain. Exactly. We know <laughs> wrestling. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Nakamura and Rick Boogs taking on the Lethal Lovers Los Lotharios. So they gained more names. Weird. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They just like the letter, letter L. But uh, anyways, they take the L here, lose the match to Boogs and Knack after Boogs hits the Boogs cruise. Just an easy tune-up match on the way to WrestleMania for them. Yes, easy tune-up because uh, the momentum is really uh, swerve, uh, go, uh, you know, rather moving into Rick Boogs' favor. He's had a great past uh, month, maybe, actually now getting well, into the ring you know, beyond yeah, his, beyond his just fun guitar intros. Yeah, I mean, he already had the crowd won over, and he's showing he can do some good stuff in the ring. Super strong guy. Mm -hmm. So 
yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Usos and their long title reign. Yeah. But I also wouldn't be surprised if they don't. So. Well, it could, could, <laughs> we'll go, could go either way, yeah. Yeah, but we'll touch more on that next week. Uh, for now, the Viking Raiders team up with Drew McIntyre to take on Corbin, Jinder, and Shanky. Uh, so, really nothing too crazy here. Crowd had fun, though. Drew hits the Claymore, gets the win for his team. Okay. Okay. Drew's looking for a tune-up, <laughs> too. I think he's taking on... Uh... Corbin, Corbin, probably. Yeah. Well, the way, yeah, the way things have been going, seems like uh, Drew and yeah. Corbin have a date set. I mean, that feud's never ending. Uh, but we got some more WrestleMania practice. Naomi and Sasha Banks teaming up against Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, and it was a pretty good match. You know, going back and forth. Crowd was hot. Sasha hits a frog splash. Naomi hits the split-legged moonsault. Uh, makes the cover, but Liv breaks it up, and then we get the big tower of doom spot in the corner all four women giant suplex uh and that's when natalia and Shayna blazler run in uh so they attack them so the match is thrown out pretty good match that they ruined there but uh and natalia just point to the wrestlemania sign after so that means they're in fatal four away sonia deville confirms it backstage well, you know, I was thinking, um, you know, Natalia shouldn't shouldn't have been pointing at the WrestleMania sign. No, she should have been pointing at the SmackDown Live sign because pfft, just because you're here, why? Because you you're, you're gonna show up here on Friday night and think you can compete with the rest of us? You can, but it's gonna cost you. It's gonna cost you, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, your very first brand to brand <laughs> Invitational burn. You burnt it, ladies. Um, I'm, we're, we're counting it. What's been put? It yeah, has been I put mean, into the record books. Yeah, it happened. Thank you. Uh, backstage, Sami Zayn talking to Johnny Knoxville or laying a message out to him says, "Let's make our match anything goes, no holds barred." Johnny says, "Okay." <laughs> so uh, there you go. Gonna get some weaponry. Probably, uh, you know, yeah, maybe some some kind of stunts that uh, other performers maybe wouldn't do just because, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, he is Johnny Knoxville. That being said, though, he took a pretty bad uh, he took a pretty pretty bad hit to the head uh, in one of the final skits in Jackass Four there. So uh, time will also tell about yeah. that. We'll see. Either way, uh, you know, it's WrestleMania, and they can make some sort of big elaborate. Prop, yeah, can, something, know, something to do. Well, which you know, um, speaking of props, you know the um, the prop bet of who will jump, fall, or be thrown off the tallest thing. <laughs> Suddenly, as soon as I heard this, anything goes. I thought to myself, Johnny Knoxville might be thrown, fall, or just be <laughs> just be tossed off of the tallest thing. We don't know. Yeah, we'll have to uh, get our prop bets ready for yes, next week. Very much so for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat McAfee also getting ready for his WrestleMania match. He leaves his post on commentary to get inside the ring and cut a promo. Just talking about his, uh, you know, his love and passion for wrestling since he was 11 years old. And it was always his dream to work for WWE. And uh, Yeah, he was really good on the mic here. And Austin Theory interrupts him and he wants McAfee to apologize for hitting him last week. McAfee just says, sorry, you're a douchebag. You're a punk bitch. Theory shoves him and runs away. 
Theory on his uh, third brand to brand. Just uh, for everyone keep for everyone keeping <laughs> track at home. I'm. <laughs> it was the classic. Yeah. I'm sorry for beating you. Type of uh, <laughs> type of promo. Yeah, this this match will deliver. I think. Yeah, I mean, Pat. We all know he wants to put on a really good show, so he's not going to half-ass anything. One thing he did during this promo too, he took a shot at the USA Network. Um, really? Yeah, and it, it it was brief. Uh, you know, it was just kind of like saying, you know, he watched the U- he watched Monday Night Raw on the USA Network, but now. SmackDown on Fox is better. It was it was something just kind of oh. <laughs> just something to the effect of that, but keeping that Raw versus SmackDown r- rivalry very much alive, um, because come Survivor Series time, I don't give a shit, and <laughs> I can see it in their eyes. They don't give a shit. You know, Pat McAfee might be the only one actually keeping this rivalry alive, uh, so I got to give him something for that. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, after that, we had Kofi Kingston taking on Reg Holland. Uh, so Kofi trying to get some vengeance for what happened to his buddy Big E, even though it was a mistake. But, I mean, Kofi's the only man left in New Day right now. They're all out. <laughs> They're <so>. all out. <laughs> yeah, so all alone here. But they acknowledged Holland apologized to Big E mm-hmm. and all that. So anyways, uh, Holland, though, he's still got Sheamus and Butch at ringside. They're interfering behind the ref's back, but eventually they get caught and ejected. Uh, but then Butch just runs back in anyways, distracts Kofi one more time. Holland hits him with the northern grit to get the win. Yeah, Michael Cole really tried to put over Ridge Holland's apology to uh, Big E. You know, and the, the respect he has for the former WWE champion, which was kind of <laughs> like, you know, we, 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 I, I do got to say, uh, for all the terrible things that Michael Cole just says, this was, a, it felt like a nice touch, you know, for, uh, you know, for the commentary team to know the difference between making a, a heel and then an unlikable person. Like, there is that, there yeah. is that difference there. You know, Rich Holland is a heel. He's not a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, I have to say, um, af- that, that aftermatch excitement though, too, you know, this, uh, this new butch personality is coming with it. Something we didn't see from Peter Dune, right? This kind of like, <laughs> let me add him kind of thing. Uh, you know, so yeah. Hey, new name, new, uh, new gimmick. Who dis? Yeah. I don't know. The jury is out. We'll see. Yeah. Time will we'll tell. Time will tell. <laughs> yeah. Not every gimmick change is a bad one. No. We'll see. Uh, Charlotte Flair coming out to close the show, cut a promo on Ronda, so Rousey comes out to reply, and uh, Charlotte ends up taking a swing at her with a kendo stick, but Ronda ducks down, beats her up for a bit, but then Charlotte's able to grab that kendo stick and starts choking out Ronda with it, uh, and then she picks up Ronda, power bombs him through the announce table, smashes the thing to pieces. Is this match going to have a stip? What do we think? Um, maybe. I mean, now they're promoting that Kevin Owens and Steve Austin is the main event of night one. So that's not a main event match. Uh, I mean, we don't even know if it's a match yet. But well, what? Okay, <laughs> what? Yeah, what, what? The KO show is gonna. I don't know. I a mean, fucking still... live broken skull sessions. That's going to be our uh, <laughs> um thing. Well, yeah, this was tough. Uh, you know what? When you're booking the like, so we just saw on Dynamite. You, you know, you kind of you look at your calendar, you look at your pay per views, and you say to yourself, "Hey, Thunder Rosa, we're not pay per view. It's not going to happen. We're going to wait two weeks, and you're in front of your home crowd." 
we have two SmackDowns before WrestleMania, and we go to the Queen City. Uh, this was a tough one. I felt like the crowd was very much on Charlotte Flair's side for this one. Was that just me? Um, I couldn't really tell. Okay. Too strong yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, I don't know if this match needs a stip. If that's the case, you know, I mean, they've already kind of fought around the cars, now the kendo stick here. Because I would think of anything, the two of these, uh, like, submission would be, like, uh, you know, a submission match would be yeah, for these see, two, if that is the case. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, and they could do that because a submission match allows you to use weapons anyways. So. And, yeah, it allows you to use weapons. I mean, you know, it kind of keeps that figure eight. To be, you know, scary enough when let's Ronda Rousey do a submission victory, which is kind of her thing, anyways. She doesn't really have a yeah, like a finisher, like finishing maneuver. Yeah, no, I could see submission match. I think that'd be, you know, good way to go. Make it stand out a bit more from the other matches on the card. Yeah, yeah, but uh, so. but I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, right now between uh, kind of our two women's uh, title matches at Mania, I think in a world where one where one person retains and one person loses, I I th- I think Charlotte Flair might be the one to, might be the one to retain. <laughs> I mean, if that's uh, a forced, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it was kind of like you know, we need one to retain and one to lose, or both lose or both retain. You know, it's uh, there's only three yeah. possible situations here. <laughs> well, I think they both lose. Yeah. If you ask me. Well, there you go. But. But I never did. We'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was our first half action, though, Mike. Should we take a break? Yeah. Let's take. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back uh, because we still have some Monday Night Raw. We still, of course, have our NXT 2.0, so you're going to want to stick around. Back here with the second half of the podcast here, folks. Thank you for sticking it out through the break. And um, very excited for this year's um, WrestleMania. Now we'll be at three years in a row now of two nights. And it kind of feels like it's here to stay. Yeah, I mean, that's what Uncle Dave has said as well, that that's kind of the feeling going forward is everything works better. You know, you'd rather have two four-hour shows than one seven-hour show even. So you can still have more content, but it just feels way better this way. Exactly. You can sell twice as many tickets. <laughs> I mean, New Japan does like four shows now, don't they? For Wrestle Kingdom or something? No, they they, they do. They did a third <laughs> this year, but I think the third was a, that was a special. Because uh, the, the, the first two were like the fourth and the fifth, and then the next show was on the eighth or something. But it was like still under the umbrella of... Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And isn't uh, this... This Ring of Honor Supercard thing isn't that WrestleMania week or something? It's on the s- Friday, I think. The Friday, yeah, something, something else to keep our eyes on. The debut of Tony Khan's Ring of Honor. Tony Khan's Ring of Honor. I hope it's branded like that, like Tony Khan's. <laughs> Tony Khan presents Ring of Honor. Yeah. I mean, why not? It's his baby now. Yeah. Uh, but let's go to the grandfather of weekly wrestling. Uh, we got Monday Night Raw, of course. Let's get Raw! Let's get Raw! 
show starts off with the glass shatter. Stone Cold Steve Austin's music. Crowd's going, what? Uh, but then out walks Kevin Owens uh, wearing a bald cap. Austin 316 shirt. He's got the jean shorts, the braces. Looking just like Austin. Yeah, here. the braces. That was, I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's kayfabe. <laughs> yeah, that's a good touch there. But uh, crowd's not very happy. Big booze. They got tricked. They thought they might see Austin. And, uh, yeah, Owens just cuts a promo, steals a bunch of Austin's catchphrases. He's talking like him. Crowd's chanting, we want Austin. Owens says, you stupid sons of bitches, I'm right here. But then the glass shatters again. Austin music hits. The crowd pops huge, thinking, oh, you can't fool me again. <laughs> Owens looks worried, but then he starts laughing. He got them. He got them twice. So mega heat here. Shawn Michaels in Montreal heat here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then Owens just decides to close it off with a beer bash. But uh, the guy at ringside, or every time he throws him a beer, Owen misses the catch, knocks him to the floor, looks like a fool. So Owens just starts cussing out the guy that was tossing them and makes him get in the ring to hand him a beer. And, of course, hits him with a stunner, opens the beer, pours the beer on him, and just throws the other beer away. He doesn't even take a sip. Yeah, those were fun moments where you keep saying the guy is because he doesn't have Mark Yeaton there, former Tweet of the Week <laughs> champion, WWE timekeeper, and the man who threw every single beer to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, you're forgetting about him. That's why he wasn't there. He wasn't there at ringside. Yeah, he'll be there at Mania, baby. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> or, it's in the contract. Or we riot. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, either way, though, it was pretty funny. Funny. Or it'd be funny if someone was flipping the channels and thought this was the real Austin. Like, wow, he really let himself go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. E, he let himself go. But, uh, yeah, fun little opener. Good heat for Owens. And uh, this is when they announce, like I said, this is the main event for night one. We don't know. Is it a match? Will there be a ref? Will there be a one, two, three? We still don't know. But if it's your main event, I think it's going to be, uh, I mean, more than just a if talk you, show. You would hope. Uh, yeah, well, I was, okay, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, if it's the main event, I feel like that's disappointing, considering that Becky Lynch is on this card. I uh, mean, if the crowd gets Austin and a one, two, three, I think they'll be happy. If the I bell guess, rings. yeah, I guess that's a good point, yeah. But we don't know. We don't know. They've called things the main event before and reneged, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but Seth Rollins gets interviewed backstage, still doesn't have that WrestleMania match, and you can hear the crowd chanting in the background, Cody! But uh, Seth just laughs like he does and walks off. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we get the Mysterios taking on the Dirty Dogs in a pretty standard tag match until Rollins walks out, still laughing. Uh, <laughs> he never stopped. He never promo. stopped laughing. No, he just yeah. Ever since he came right out with the microphone, and uh, he's demanding a spot at WrestleMania. He's taken over the show, but his microphone keeps getting cut off. And uh, back in the ring, Dominic takes over, hits a six one nine frog splash, gets the win. Uh, and then Ziggler and Miz attack the Mysterios, and Miz rips off Ray's mask and leaves with it. So just disrespect there. Dominic has to cover his father's face with a towel like he's Michael Jackson dangling a baby over <laughs> <it all. laughs> uh, uh, Dolph Ziggler um, brought out that NXT title yeah looking really good he's one of those guys that wears it well yeah uh, but yeah we move on to Omos take on Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz two on one same time does not matter 
Omas is able to lift up Aziz with ease and uh, just beats the crap out of both guys. Hits the choke bomb, stacks him up, gets the double pin. And then he grabs a microphone after says, I'm undefeated. One-on-one. -on -one. Uh, and I'm unstoppable. Anyone who's got the balls to step up against me at WrestleMania is going to get it. Now, so. I haven't heard... And we're a week and a half out, so it's almost hard to say, but I haven't heard of any Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal or... There has not been any mention. for the women's uh, side of it either, no. Yeah, this this uh, promo makes it seem like he's going to have a singles match or he's laying out a challenge to someone. It did, who yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know who that could be. Uh Obviously not Cody Rhodes. That's it seems like it's gonna be Seth Rollins thing, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, who else could be coming back? Someone we forget about. I don't know. Uh, yeah, AJ someone, someone who's big enough, but big enough for it to be like ooh, but also <laughs> but also skilled enough for it to not be a complete fucking bore. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, AJ Styles, though, comes out next, gets a big reaction, starts cutting a promo on his opponent, Edge, and he's ready to beat the shit out of him, but then Seth Rollins comes out. He's hijacking the show again, and crowd's chanting Cody again as well, and Rollins says, now, now, rumors are a lot of fun, but rumors don't make moments, and I'm living for my WrestleMania moment. AJ just says, cut the crap, what do you want? And Rollins says, go home, I'll take your spot against Edge at Mania, and he says, no way. Sonya and Pierce come out and say, okay, Rollins, this is your last chance. If you fight AJ tonight and you can beat him, you get his spot at Mania. Okay. So one more chance. One more chance. And uh, we get Styles and Rollins, That's uh, which is a good little takeaway. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Uh, backstage, Zelina Vega, Carmella having a disagreement. So Zelina smashes Carmella's phone. Mella slaps her in the face. They start brawling. They have to get pulled apart. So, not good for the tag champs here. Not good for the champions. The the imminent implosion, I'm sure. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, then we go to the ring for Liv and Rhea taking on Natalia and Shayna. Just more practice for WrestleMania here. Uh, yeah, crowd though. They love Ripley and Morgan. They're a good team. Working well together. Uh, Ripley gets... Taken out though, Liv gets double teamed and uh, they hit her with the heart attack. Shayna pins her and they eat the loss just like that. So. And I saw I was I, I as soon as I kind of saw this um, Liv Morgan Ray Ripley team. I guess we saw them on Friday night prior. I was like, yeah, this is a team. This is way more cohesive than fucking Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley. Like, yeah. just give Liv Morgan some, like, you know, just black gear. And I'm like, yep, you're a team now. That's all it needed. <laughs> That's all you needed. Just put a little bit of a little bit of black was the only thing you needed to actually look like a team. Uh, and it's great. Yeah. I, I immediately started pulling for him. Yeah. You know, I think I'd rather see them than even Sasha and Naomi win. I think so. Yeah. Like, I but. feel like they've earned it more. Yeah. I, I don't know. And Liv you Morgan know. still hasn't had a, that, that title. She's the only one that hasn't won a title out of those four. Ex good point, yeah. Out of all so. of them. 
I guess so. Yeah, she's the only person. Well, not only that. Or, I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, Shayna. I always, always want to forget about her. Anyway. Well, I, well, yeah. Shayna, <laughs> Shayna Baszler is a former um, uh, a tag tag champ. Um, Carmella is a former SmackDown Women's Champion. Um, yeah. So I guess really everyone but Liv. Yeah. Maybe it'll be her time. I hope so. Uh, Becky Lynch comes out to cut a promo and. Uh, they announced that she broke a bone in Bianca's throat last week with that vicious chair assault. But this is all kayfabe, of course. So, and I learned, no I learned there were bones in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I forget what they called. They gave the technical term, right? Uh, but anyways, Becky just kind of goes over, you know, her last couple years dominating the division and calling. She calls the title her precious, like she's Gollum. <laughs> I don't know. She hit on a lot of things here and uh, talks about power and glory and the prize, the top of the mountain, and she's not afraid to lose her soul to keep her spot. So, yeah, basically she's uh, she'll do whatever it takes to win. Whatever it takes. Should be a hell of a match. This could main event night one. Yeah, if it was up to me, this would be the match I'd put on last. Oh, but yeah? Becky and Bianca, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. But we'll book the show next week. Mm -hmm. uh, but one thing we can finally book, we have a date. Mark it on your calendars, folks. April 4th, Veer Mahan is coming to Monday Night Raw. He's coming just in time for the Raw after Mania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If this was April 1st, I wouldn't believe it. But April Honestly, 4th, yeah. If it's in April 1st, I'm like, now they're fucking with us. <laughs> I feel like, because the Raw after Mania is usually a pretty hot crowd, I yeah. feel like they're going to meme, they're going to cheer him just out of the meme. They'll be like, oh, he's here! Or maybe not. Maybe they'll just shit on him. We don't know. Well, he's <laughs> supposed to be a big guy, you know? I mean, he's supposed to be I a mean, big deal. I mean, supposed. Six months of build for whatever. Maybe he'll be like the Funkasaurus. He'll come out as a completely different gimmick. Who knows? <laughs> maybe. He could be on something. Uh, we go to Finn Balor taking on Austin Theory once again, uh, but this time Pat McAfee coming over for some guest commentary here. and uh, He ends up getting involved, of course, mocking Theory at ringside, gets right in his face, does the suck it, crotch chop. And, uh, yeah, this just helps Balor go on a roll here. Goes for the coup de grace, but Theory avoids, so McAfee jumps on the apron again. Uh, and this time Balor catches Theory with an inside cradle, gets a three count. Which is uh, which is cool. Which is cool. I guess Finn Balor. Uh, does he have a date? I mean, he's the U.S. champ. I feel uh, like you he may or may not remember. I no, I do. Well, that's why I was asking if he's got something to do. Yeah. No. Me too. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Is he? Well, I don't know yet. I guess we'll have to see. But we have a week. <laughs> we got a week. Um, yeah, we'll get to that. But after that, we had RK Bro taking on Alpha Academy. Just another WrestleMania preview. They're just doing these little ones, but uh, wrestling's good. Crowd's hot for RK Bro. Gable and Riddle have a nice sequence together, ending with Riddle hitting the Bro Derek to get the win here. Uh, but immediately after, Otis attacks. So the Street Profits run out to make the save, but then they attack RK Bro as well, and uh, they're the ones that stand tall out of everyone. I think we're looking at a triple threat here. Triple threats, possibly. Yeah, I think so, and might as well. They uh, 
you know, they're your three best teams on Raw. So yeah, all three, all three deserving of a of a win coming here out of Mania. Yeah, I mean the Raw tag division has been pretty decent for the past six. Yeah, they were they were they really pumped it up. Yeah, unfortunately, I think SmackDowns took a hit, but can't win them all, right? SmackDowns is basically just the Usos. It's just the Usos winning. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, we go to some mixed tag tornado tag. Not that that makes it any more interesting. Reggie Dana taking on Tamina Tazawa. Just a silly quick match, of course. Uh, I guess the big moment was Tamina falling headfirst onto Tazawa's balls. And he lets out a long scream. The length of the scream was kind of funny. Got a brief chuckle from me, but that's about it. Uh, yeah, you know, what? you know what? Tazawa does. Uh, he'll put 100% into whatever he's asked to do. <laughs> so I, you got to give him that. Yeah. You got to give him that. I mean, he's like, if I can make Vince laugh, I'll survive every release. Like, and I'll, continue, and I'll continue to have a job as long as yeah. uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we go to the main event. We promised you AJ Styles taking on Seth Rollins. If Seth wins, he gets AJ's spot against Edge at WrestleMania. Edge has no say in the matter. But uh, as expected, you know, great match here. These two guys, two of your top, top talents on the brand. And uh, lots of time here. They just go back and forth. Momentum swings. Big moves. Big near falls. AJ looks ready to hit the phenomenal forearm when Ed shows up and nails him in the back with a chair, causing the DQ. But uh, at the same time, AJ wins, so he gets to keep his match. So it all makes sense. But not to Seth Rollins. He's pissed. Grabs the microphone. Says, this is bullshit. Next week, Raw's not going to happen until I get my WrestleMania moment. Yeah, that one got a big pop. The bullshit. Yeah, that was uh, that was. Uh, so uh, maybe I missed this. What? What? Maybe, maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Just curious. What did <laughs> AJ Styles do to deserve a potential punishment of losing his WrestleMania match? He didn't do anything wrong. Okay, because uh, no, yeah, that, that was never explained. Sonya and I'm Pierce just came out. They're like, "Hey, you take on AJ." AJ's like, "Wait, what? No, no, hold on, hold the phone, hold the phone, hold the phone. <laughs> this is mine regardless." Uh, okay, I mean, it's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> I thought no, it was supposed just... to be too, but uh, yeah, this was one hell of a match. Uh, also, yeah, great match, great main event. Uh, even with the DQ, it didn't. It's one of the rare DQs. We're like, yeah, that makes sense in the story, and you know, it's fair. Uh, <laughs> yep. So that'll happen. I mean, uh, obviously the big rumor is still Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins. Uh, at this point, I think Cody's just going to show up at Mania. They're not even going to have him show so up. So what are you more excited for, um, uh, Mike? Um, the the Cody the Cody Rhodes coming down the entranceway, the pop, or Cody Rhodes's ongoing time and more programs on WWE because I see it like this personally if he shows up and I'm saying if we don't know I'm (laughs) not privy to any sort of information Mike so I can't say this beyond a shadow of a doubt but I was getting very bored tired and sick with Cody Rhodes constantly being shoved down our throats on AEW to the mm-hmm. point where I definitely vocalized on the show. I'm like, yeah, a little less. We need less Cody. So I think for me personally, if he shows up at WrestleMania, I'm far more excited just for the, ah, he's here. And then I'm like, okay, but I don't want to see you anymore. I don't want you to, I don't want you to be in <laughs> matches because I'm worried that if he does 
show up, and Seth Rollins like, oh my god, it's Cody. Shows up to get the match, and now we're getting AEW Cody, but in WWE. He's going to be on every single show. He's going to be on every single poster. He's going to be on every single interview. He's going to get every single win. And I'm like, now we're just exactly where we were, just with a bigger budget. Yeah. Well, I don't think Cody will have nearly as much control. He won't be able to just go out there and ramble and cut promos and have 20 guys with him. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully not. He's going mean, yeah, yeah. to Next thing we know, they're going to give him his own factory. They're going to give him a factory of some kind. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we don't know where he's going to go. Uh, what are they? What's they're even gonna call him? Will he be Cody Rhodes? Will he I yeah, I think I think the live <laughs> crowd will be. Uh, it will be really interesting to see. Um, what how the live crowd re- uh, kind of reacts, you know? Because it's been a long time since he's been in WWE, right? So a lot of new fans, a lot of younger fans, won't know who he is flat out. A lot of older fans who remembers his time in WE might be stoked to see him. A lot of fans who are still AEW fans would be stoked that he showed up. But then after that, we're back to the, the it's the Cody show. <laughs> well, I definitely don't think it'll be the Cody show. Okay, it'll just be a small part. I, I'm excited. I to, I'm excited to see how it plays out either way, if it plays out at all. Yeah, I think he'll be. Yeah, I think he'll be featured, but I don't think he'll be nearly. Yeah. Heavily featured. Has heavily featured. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll all find out in a few short weeks. Yeah, but uh, yeah. we'll know. We will know. Let's move across. Raw's over. Um, so let's move across to um, our next weekly show because Stand and Deliver is coming up. We have a few loose ends to wrap up before that. Uh, so let's bring you some NXT 2.0. NXT. What does it mean? Ba-dum. I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT, watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. So that's right. Kicking off with some wrestling action. Roderick Strong taking on Solo Sokoa in a North American ladder match qualifier. And I mean, yeah, Roddy, he's just really cooled off here since. Uh, basically, losing that cruiserweight well, I, title, I he's kind of just since, disappeared since 2.0. Since 2.0, yeah, as well. He's uh, very, very little featured of Diamond Mine. Or, or, yeah, he was once the leader. Now he's kind of the last guy there. Yeah. That's, I don't Anyways, uh, he's looking good, though. Looking good in the ring. Gets lots of moves in, but Solo fights back and just takes over. Hits the big Samoan splash. Gets the win. So he's going to stand and deliver. Um, Roderick Strong has not won a match. Uh, since losing to Carmelo Hayes at New Year's Evil. Well, there you go. So yeah. not a single win in this calendar year. No. Um, and, well, all of those losses occurred on main event tapings or dark matches. Uh, hmm. This is only his third match on uh, NXT of this year. So what's happening with you, Roddy? <sighs> Yeah, when's that contract right? When's that contract up, Roddy? <laughs> After that, we got Tony D taking on Dexter L in an interesting matchup here. And uh, Indy Hartwell watching at ringside, but then Persia and Duke Hudson come out to watch as well. And uh, later on in the match, Tony tries to grab his crowbar, but Indy stops him and Persia snatches it from Indy. Then Tony and Persia play tug of war with it, and she lets go. Tony flings back, hits Dexter in the head with the crowbar. Ref didn't see it. 
So Tony follows up with his twisting perfect plex to get the win. And then, uh, yeah, cuts a little promo on Ciampa after. And Ciampa just shows up from behind, hits him with the fairy tale ending. And that surprised the hell out of me, too. Um, but I guess, you know, this is happening. This is happening. Dexter Loomis is just kind of the, uh, you know, the unfortunate loser of uh, of 2.0. And I say unfortunate because we've said it before. He seems so perfect for 2.0's new gimmick. But for some reason, <clears throat> they didn't like him. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's too old for them. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, then we got Fallon Henley taking on Electra Lopez. Uh, Briggs and Jensen uh, in Fenley, uh, Fallon's corner and Legato in the other. So they all doing their thing and... It uh, doesn't really matter, though. Lopez just kind of dominates the whole match and hits a big sit-out powerbomb to get the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Legato, do they they have a date? Don't think so? Uh, yeah. Don't know. Don't care about them anymore. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Braun Breaker, though, he's got a date tonight against Bobby Roode. And, uh, you know, last week we got a little tease of it, but this week we got the full-on glorious entrance for Roode. The whole shabam, the robe, the prop, everything. And uh pretty good match, too. You know, we don't get to see Rude have uh, an extended singles match like this too often. And crowd was hot for both these guys. And, of course, Ziggler was there getting involved as well. But the ref catches him and ejects him from the match. So he's gone. And uh, the two guys fight to the top rope. And Breaker hits a beautiful top rope Hurricane Rana, the Frankensteiner there. Uh, but Rude kicks out of that. And he's able to hit his glorious DDT, but Braun kicks out of that. So, uh, yeah, Rude climbs up to the middle rope, jumps at Braun, but he gets caught midair right into the power slam. And that gives Breaker the win. Uh, but nice finish. Good match here. Um, it was great to hear the, uh, the classic glorious theme played again. Yeah. No, he got the full entrance from him. It was awesome. One of uh, the best Bobby Roode matches in a long while, I can think. Of. I can't even. I can't think of one better or anything. <laughs> I can't think yeah, of one. Yeah, I mean, since his NXT title run, really. I can, and I, and even then, I can't think of a single. <laughs> even one. Even that, that wasn't really much. Yeah. Well, I'm so, sure it was. I just uh, I don't remember. So you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, at the end, Braun's walking up the ramp. Ziggler comes out, super kicks him from behind, just to get the last laugh. So. Yes. Yeah. Because that that's our that's our big uh, that'll probably be our main event on that night. I think so. Uh, on that two thirty afternoon, <laughs> on that faithful <laughs> brunch, <laughs> uh, we still gotta pick some spots though. More North American ladder match qualifiers here. You got Grayson Waller taking on the A Kid, and uh, A Kid looking pretty good here. Some nice high flying cruiserweight moves, uh, but then Waller just takes over. He ends up hitting his somersault stunner and uh, gets the win to earn his spot in the ladder match. I'm really liking this A-Kid kid. Yeah, no, he looked really good here. and Yeah, he uh, well, he, he reversed, uh, I think, before Waller hits the kind of rolling, what do you call it, rolling stunner, rolling cutter? It's something like that. It was, yeah, rolling stunner. Yeah, the I first time he did it, it, he caught him in a, uh, you know, kind of like a, uh, like a sleeper hold type thing around the back. That was pretty damn cool. Yeah, yeah, you almost had him. Almost, almost had, had him. him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, I think it's great for <laughs> Grayson Waller got the win. 
Um, I think he needs to be the brand's top heel. He needs to be. Somebody needs to be it. So why not him? Yeah, they've been building him, building him up pretty good. So yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see. But afterwards, they also announced that there's going to be one more chance for the A Kid, as all the guys that lost him and Roddy and Cameron Grimes, they'll have a triple threat match for that final spot. Okay, redemption for one of them. One of them, not Roddy. <laughs> Uh, after that, Creed Brothers take on Grizzled Young Vets. Just a hard-hitting, solid tag match here. And, uh, yeah, eventually the Creed Brothers go on a roll, hit the big, uh, they do their double-team move with the basement lariat to get the win. Yeah? Is that, uh, that's what these guys have been doing now? What is happening with these tag belts, tag team championships? Well, I think the Creed Brothers are going to win them next weekend. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I mean, seems like it. They've just been steamrolling over most of the guys here. And I, uh, I mean, I'm I'm still not an MSK guy. I still I don't I still don't think I like them. <laughs> yeah, and they're kind of flip flopping now. They were being baby faces. Now they're kind of acting heelish. I don't know. But uh, Creed Brothers, those are the those are your next tag champs. Okay, that'd be nice to see. Uh, after this, we got Duke Hudson taking on Gunther. Which is always nice to see. Uh, and he was laying in those chops. Just those massive, heavy chops echoing through the building here. Uh, you could see Hudson's chest just quickly turning into a big, bloody, just ground beef. And crowd's loving it. I mean, he tries to chop back as well. And every chop Gunther gives, they're just chanting, holy shit. And, you know, I got to give Duke Hudson credit. He hung in there pretty good. Put up a good fight. Uh, but Gunther just hits even more vicious chops and closes it out with the big power bomb, gets the win. But uh, really good. I thought this was probably the best match I've ever seen Hudson have here. That's uh, cool. Even though he took, yeah, even though most of it was taking a beating, it made him look really tough. Just all those chops. Uh, Walter so, also yeah. looking uh, looking a little more th uh, like thinned out. Each uh, yeah, kind looking of lean. A little, he's more kind of times that we see him. Yeah, but uh, L.A. Knight comes out after to talk to Gunther and just tells Gunther, I'll knock your block head off your dad's body. So he's not impressed with his body yet. But uh, Takes a swing at Gunther and gets beat down three on one until MSK run out to even things up. And they clear the ring. Okay, not bad. Not bad. Hmm. Not bad. That'll be a decent match, Gunther, L.A. Knight. But let's close this out. We got the Dusty Cup Finals here. The women's side. Dakota Kai, Wendy Chu taking on Io Shirai, Kelly Ray. Uh, crowd's pretty hot into all four of these people. And Wendy, once again, just doing her sleepy time offense. Uh, at one point, she even pulls up a pillow to block a 619 attempt from Io. So very clever there. That's legal, right? I guess so. I, <laughs> I guess so. You know what? I as soon as so. I saw this, though, I was thinking I need more pillow spots. I like the pillow. Spot. I yeah, like the was... pillow spot. Not quite spot of the year, but hey, we can work. We can work <laughs> yeah. with this. It's almost like a when you know she's uh you know um there the, Wendy Chu has some some Orange Cassidy isms in her. Yeah. Uh, you know the uh, what's more devastating getting getting slapped in the head with a chair or getting slapped in the head with a body pillow? Well, it depends. It depends what's in that pillow. Yeah, and I like how she used it as a defensive mechanism. Yes, well, it, it so. wasn't on the offense. That's correct. Yeah, so that's cool. 
Uh, but she is dealing with Io Shirai here, one of the best competitors in history of NXT. Mm. So she's not going to deal with this sleepy time bullshit. And, uh, of course, everyone else just getting involved. Got a good amount of time here. Lots of big near falls. Uh, Dakota Kai hits her double foot stomp off the top rope. Chu follows up with her reverse splash, landing pretty hard on Kaylee's head. She makes the cover, but Eel breaks it up. Uh, and then her and Kaylee just go on a roll. Kaylee hits Wendy with the KLR bomb. Eel hits the moonsault. And just like that, they got the three count Eel, Kaylee Ray, Dusty Cup champions. Dusty Cup and new! <laughs> yeah, I was kind of hoping for Wendy and Dakota there, but uh, the miracle Cinderella story is over. They did not get it done. I know. Oh, well, that would have been fun. That would have <laughs> been fun, though. Yeah, still a fun match. Good tournament overall. Was uh, yeah, pretty good tournament here. Yeah, it's fun. To, it's fun to see something on the line. You know, something at stake. So. Yeah, and we got this team out of it. Wendy Chu kind of put her name on the map. Yeah, I really did. Yeah, in in more ways than Mei Ying uh, ever could. <laughs> quite frankly. Uh, and then at the end, toxic attraction. They come down to interrupt the celebration and sling some insults. Uh, but then Kaylee and Io say, "Hey, guess what?" We're not using our Dusty Cup win to challenge for the tag titles. We're going to both challenge for your NXT title, Mandy. So that makes uh, Stand and Deliver now a fatal four-way match. Because apparently they have the power to do that. Yeah, which was weird. Weird, but uh, interesting. Uh, so yeah, they all just come to blows at the end. Cora Jade comes out, helps the baby faces, and that's your match. So we don't know if... Uh, JC Jane and Gigi are going to defend their titles or what? Have they ever defended those titles? In at a, least in a meaningful way? I mean, maybe Wendy and Dakota will get the title shot anyways now, even though they lost. Hopefully. Might as well. Might as but, well. Right? Uh, yeah, that was the end of your NXT and pretty much wraps up the wrestling week. Wraps up the wrestling week. Only time for one more thing, and that is to give you uh, the wrestler of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Mike, I'm going all the way back to Dynamite. Thunder Rosa. I got to give it to you. Not only was it one hell of a match and just the ultimate you des you deserve it chance raining from the San Antonio Stadium Dome uh, <laughs> confetti, everything. You saw it on her face. Uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's more than just uh, a plot line people write. Sometimes it's more than that. And uh, Thunder Rosa could not be more deserving of um, of the highest honor a woman can achieve in all elite wrestling. So congratulations, Thunder Rosa. Congratulations for all those reasons and more. Unanimous decision. I'll go with Thunder Rosa Good. as well. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Looking forward uh, to see who first defense yeah looking forward for uh any any time you know we go from a heel to a babyface champion you're i'm always excited i'm always like yeah let's go i let's I, you know take on all comers it's so full of promise right 
I'm like, for all we know, Thunder Rose is coming out just being like, open challenge, let's go. And then I'm like, hell yeah, I'm in this. Come on. It's so <laughs> so full of wonder and hope. Yeah, we'll see. We will uh, see. Well, that's... That was the entire run of the show. I got to say thanks for listening, folks. Rate, realize, subscribe. The show's everywhere. Be sure to come back next week. Last week will be, will be our... Uh, possibly penultimate um, WrestleMania show. We might have to squeak a second one in there to cover all of the action. Uh, but WrestleMania weekend, truly one of the most exciting weekends of the year. And uh, I can't wait. Yeah, going to be a lot of fun. We'll figure out all the schematics. But yeah, it's going to be wild. Yeah, it always is. It always is, ain't it, Mike? Well, thanks for listening, uh, everybody. And uh, we'll be back next week. And, uh, Mike, you take care of yourself. All right. Have a good one. (laughs) 